0: MLM Nation, episode 751. Welcome to MLM Nation, a podcast of leaders, by leaders, for leaders, hosted by Simon Chan. He's built a team of over 200,000 and is now a full time MLM coach and trainer. So if you're ready to level up your business, join us now. Let's do this. Hey, ML Nation, get my latest tool for free. It's my online recruiting playbook. It gives you step-by-step instructions and proven scripts that help you with social media recruiting and help you grow your team and get new customers. It's free. Just head over to mlnation.com forward slash playbook. ML Nation, this is Simon Chan. I'm fired up to bring our special guest today. We have the one and only Donna Johnson. Hey, Donna, are you ready to make it happen?
1: Oh, Simon, it's so good to be
0: here. Thank you. Donna Johnson was a mother of five kids and working as a swim coach before she got started in network marketing. She had no college degree, but has been one of the top income earners worldwide in the last 36 years. Donna credits her faith and the Holy Spirit for guiding her through her entrepreneur journey. And she just finished writing her book, My Mentor Walks on Water, which is available on April 4th. 2023, and something you definitely want to check out. Donna was also, and this I'm not forever grateful, is one of the first leaders that featured on ML Nation back in 2015 when she appeared on episode seven. And Donna doesn't even know the story, but when I launched ML Nation, uh, I know these leaders are really, really busy. They're like, who the heck is this Simon Chan? But I said, if I'm going to launch the show, I need to start off with a bang. And, gonna, you know, I just don't want any, I want big name leaders who are established, been around for decades, not to make her sound old, but really have a strong, huge credibility. And Donna was one of the top 10 people out of thousands of leaders that I had to get Donna Johnson. And I remember messaging her out of the blue on Facebook. Uh, she didn't know what the heck I was. She was sort of a scam. But just through consistent follow-up, uh, Donna agreed. I still remember that episode, that recording as it was last month. So Donna, thank you for trusting me back in 2015. It's great to have you back on the show. There's so many things I want to ask you, but why don't you share your background? either share with everyone at ML Nation your background and how did you get ended up in network marketing?
1: Well, I was so grateful to be number seven. Thank you. I love seven. And you would have been number one
0: and you would have been a number one, but it was like uh, we record six people got back to me earlier. So you had because you, you thought I was a scam. <laughs>
1: no. Uh, so I started this, a lot of people don't know this about me because I've been with my current company for 36 years. But I started in network marketing in my teen years. I've been in network marketing for over 40 years. Uh, I was a swim coach. I was a secretary. You'll read about this in my book. Um, And of course, I know how involved you are, Simon, with your boys and and sports. And when you coach uh, swimming, and I did it on the YMCA high school and even university level as an assistant coach on university, uh, you don't do it for the money. You do it for the love of the sport and the kids. And there's always too much month at the end of the money. So as a, I think it was eight, 17 or 18, I went to a direct cell party And I said to my friend, you mean you make money doing this? This looks like so much fun. So I started in more of a party plan business for a few years and uh, really excelled because I just took those same skills that made me successful in swimming. I wasn't anything special as a swimmer, but I just worked harder. You know, I, I trained more and had a great mindset. And I just knew if I put those skills in my business, I could just rock it. And then I just started, you know, this is all pre-computers, you guys. So it was dark 100. And um, I just started discovering that there was more. So that's when I found my current company. That was more of a multi-level compensation plan. And I loved it. I uh, found a home, been there ever since. Doesn't mean it's perfect. There's always ups and downs. But I'm just so happy to be a part of this profession why do most
0: people struggle when they get started, but you did not?
1: I think the stigma of the business, and I think we have to do a better job of sharing how amazing this business is. Instead of being on the defense, I think we need to be on the offense. In fact, I was just asked to lead the Ethics and Standards Committee of the A&MP. And my, you'll read a concept in my book called Red Light, Yellow Light, Green Light, and I never used to follow these formulas until I made a lot of mistakes in my life. And then I realized this was God showing me the process to say yes to something. And um, I immediately wanted to say, no, no, I don't want to do that. That's like a hot potato. Who wants to lead the ethics committee? And God just kept pushing me into the green light. And, um, and And I realized that the reason he's pushing me in the green light is he wants to help me Help the profession get better at talking about who we are because we have the best gig in town, you guys. We have the best. I'm sorry, I hate to brag, and I know there's probably got to be disclaimers around this, but I think we have the most brilliant compensation plan. I've been able to raise my five children, live where I've wanted, work when I've wanted. I mean, I don't know anything. I just am so grateful for this profession. And here we are trying to dodge the bullet and say, we're not who we are. I I remember sitting in the airport one time after I joined my current company. And like I said, my other company was more party plan, more direct selling. It didn't have a little bit of multi-level income to it, but not much. And I was sitting next to a woman that was in another company that I know pays on multiple levels. And when I was edifying her and congratulating her and saying, oh, isn't this just a wonderful profession? Don't you love it? Isn't MLM amazing? And I love that you have MLM Nation on your your shirt. And she looked at me like I had cancer. And she said, oh, I'm not a part of MLM. And I said, oh, I am so sorry. I thought you were. I am so sorry. I am so sad. Do you have a team? And she said, oh, yes. And she told me about her big team. And I said, I am so sorry that you don't get paid on your team. And she said, well, yes, I do. And I said, you mean if you have a team that sponsors team and builds and in this beautiful growing organization, you get paid on it? She said, yes. And I said, well, congratulations. You are in MLM. So I think that there's too many people that aren't on the offense and sharing how exciting this business is. And so that's where I want to make a difference um, and just help steer the ship. There's a lot happening in our profession and we need to stay the course. A lot of people are surprised that how could you stay with your company for 36? Well, why not? I mean, there's no perfect, right?
0: Yeah. You know, I think you brought a great point Be on offense because I think if you, And then one of my mentors taught me this. If anyone ever asked you, are you an MLM? Say, yes, absolutely. Right? It's like how you answer it. You have to answer with confidence because if you're not confident or you have like like the woman in the airport, um, then people can feel that. Like, why are you not proud of it? And I think that's something we definitely need to uh, work on. Well, and then
1: that, now this was decades ago. So that adds to the uh, lack of credibility in our business. When people in the business, are trashing their own compensation model, Houston, we have a problem, right? And here we are decades later, still struggling to find our way in that with FTC, with the regulators, with our owners, with our C-suite corporate leaders, with ourselves. Do we even say we're a part of direct sales network marketing? I'm like, yes, it's the best gig in town.
0: How have you seen the industry change in the last, let's say, the last eight years, uh, I can't believe it's been eight years since we, since your episode seven. So, how yeah. long have you seen the industry change?
1: Distractions, social media, shiny pennies, um, hype, more hype. I think there's been hype, but it's more visible on all the different social media platforms. Um, people want to bypass the journey and be an instant. Influencer, I talk about in chapter eleven, community influencers. Did you know, Simon, that in China, um, they, uh, of course, that's where TikTok is originated. They give Chinese uh, teenagers the spinach <coughs> version of TikTok. They give the rest of the world the um, the crack version of of uh, of TikTok. So when you interview a 14-year-old in China and ask them what they want to be when they grow up, because they get science experiments, they get education, TikTok, Um, the number one answer what they want to be when they grow up is they want to be an astronaut. But when you ask the average 14-year-old in the U.S. what they want to be, they want to be an influencer. They want to be 12 years old, do a reel, become famous, and make money. And so I think we're in an instant gratification world where uh, you get a blue check based on um, your, uh, I mean, you you get fame based on your blue check rather than the char- the content of your character. And so I think that's been the biggest negative change. Along with that negative change, there's been positive changes because obviously in the old days, I just was talking to someone that I'm enrolling in my business last night. She's 29, young and I was telling her my story and I said I could be your mama honey but let me tell you how we used to do it my kids would line up and we'd pack bags and we they'd drive around and um I'd have a university in the back seat with them listening to Jim Rohn. <laughs> and so my kids got the best education with me being in network marketing and I said, when you start your business, all your customers, they order directly. It's so beautiful. So um, with the good things about um, technology has come some of the bad things. And I think it's our job just to understand that and be a part of the solution to focus on the offense, focus on the good things. You know, don't, I, don't, I don't like to pay attention and like and comment on the flashy, gross Posts that I see, you know, um, and I don't. I b- but what I edify is, people are hurting right now. Right, yeah. they don't want to see that. They don't want to see, you know, all the braggadocia. There, people are hurting. They want authenticity. They want real. And so I think that's what we can do to uh, really forward our profession as the great vehicle that it is.
0: Yeah, you know, you're a mother of five. And like, uh, for me, I have my three boys. And this is almost like a public service announcement to any parents out there. Like, I, I think social media is a great tool for growing your business, but could also be a great curse, right? And especially with the TikTok, the Instagram reels. Um, like you said about China, I think a lot, of, a lot of people probably don't even know this, that the kids, number one, see things different. Their feed is different. So they're protected from all this stuff. And also they have like a limit of like an hour and a half a week. If you go over an hour and a half week, the pa- parents actually get in trouble from the whatever the people enforce the Communist Party, whatever, because they want to protect the youth. So the, something must not be good if they're protecting the kids that way. Well, here, and it's ironic, you know, um, my son on his baseball team, he's like almost 12. The kids who have phones who are always on TikTok, they tend to be the ones who are the least successful and most distracted. And, uh, you know, if they're watching this, they um, they're probably not watching this podcast, but their parents watching this. I'm like, what are you doing to your kid? You know, because yeah, the and a
1: disclaimer that- here: we don't need the government to limit that. We need parents to in. Exactly.
0: <laughs> yes. 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 And it's the one that you say all these shiny little pennies, but it's the one who stays focused that will win. Right. So, yeah. how do you be an influencer? How do you be? You talk about these people who want to be this quote unquote influencer, but how? Obviously, you've created a lot of influence. How can you be a real? influencer.
1: Right. I don't think you can, you can skip the process of um, building your character and your experience. And uh, so you'll start out being an influencer in your inner circle. And then as your business grows and your influence grows, you you can have a more of a global presence. So it starts small. I always say your story begins at home, right? Um, Who do you want speaking at your funeral? what if what if what if your children didn't even show up to your funeral, but all of your business associates were just bragging about how wonderful you were? That's not success in life. So I think that what creates true influence is um, having balance in every area of your life and let it flow organically. Uh, yes, there's all kinds of great tools out there that can um, give you more exposure. But make sure that you show up as to who you are and not this fake life, um, because that's not real. And people are figuring it out. They want real. They want authentic. Our world has gone through so much junk the last few years and lies and all kinds of things. And they just are, people are pulling their heads out and they're waking up and going, why have I allowed you know, these influences on me, who am I? And that's chapter one of my book. Who am I? And what, how, you know, how does God see me? And, mm-hmm. and when you just kind of wake up out of the fog and you will have a platform because if you do the right thing in the right way for the right reason, like the girl, I, the very first thing I said to Alyssa last night when I was uh, prospecting her, I said, I want to find out about you because this may be a fit for you it may not be and tell me about what you're looking for tell me what your needs are and it was just such a beautiful conversation organically done i didn't have to try to trick her or um promise anything you know i have um i teach my team um over uh under promise and over deliver we don't have to hype because our product, and business model, and opportunity, and our community. Oh, that's one of the best things, Simon. People want to be a part of a community Hmm. that is um, like-minded and supportive of each other, edifying each other, not um, running each other down or creating jealousies. They, they, They love this community of support that we have. So when you genuinely have a product. And when I talk about product, I'm not just talking about the product product. I'm talking about the compensation plan. I'm talking about the community. I'm talking about the personal growth. When you have something like that, that adds value and stands out in this world. If you give it time and if you're consistent, you don't want to be, you know, Simon, don't we always say in this business, this is what we want our business to look like but this is what our business looks like. We just have to stay consistent. And I think that's one of the things I did from my swimming career was, um, I just got back in the pool. So if it's a field, like your boys get back on the field or the court or whatever it is, you just show up. And I think in today's world, too many people are giving up when it starts getting hard. And guess what? To be successful, you must do hard things and you will survive. <laughs> in fact, I don't know, Drumroll! actually some of our very best teaching moments are in those wilderness moments that we have. So when we want to be a victim um, or we want to throw in the towel, because this profession, we don't have someone hovering over us like a punching a clock and a boss. So you can literally... Knock yourself out of the business for hours, days, and weeks, and months, and years at a time.
0: I want to go back to what you said. Uh, as an influencer, show up for who you are. What about if someone said, "Well, I'm not like you, Donna. I, you know what? I'm in debt. I haven't had any success yet. Why would someone follow me? Because that's the I'm, I can't be pretty. I can't be like that. If I did that, I'd be fake." <laughs> So how does someone well, like that, that show up?
1: Me. I mean, nobody becomes an instant success. So everybody has to, Richard Brook does the most amazing training on really carving your two minute story that's authentic. You know, when I started my business um, and uh, there was, you know, too much month at the end of the money, I didn't go out there and tell people I was broke. I, and I didn't tell them I was rich. Guess what I told them? I told them how excited I was about my business and product. And if they asked how I'm doing, I didn't lie or or create a fake check or tell somebody else's story. I didn't have anybody else's story back then. I just said, I really believe in this and I'm going to be successful. And right now I'm earning a nice little income that's supplementing my secretary income, it's supplementing my uh, coaching income, but I know that I have plans for that business and income to grow. So I think we have to be less concerned about our answer. People don't need to see instant success. They need to see an honest story because people, if they join and they have obstacles, they're going to go, oh yeah, Donna told me that's kind of how it works. Right. Um, and, but if we feel this pressure to always hype and always, and not tell the truth about this business, we're only hurting ourselves.
0: So maybe even talk a little bit about your faith, because like, if someone like you said, belief, right, I believe this is going to help me, but you keep encountering challenges no one is joining. No one's looking at your presentation. How do you maintain that? Like maybe going back to where you were, like you had no experience. How do you maintain that faith and the belief?
1: Yeah, so through, for me, it's uh, through prayer and seeking God's will for my life. Kind of like my red light, light, yellow light, green light story. Is this, you know, I want to be obedient, number one. Somebody asked me, how did your book happen? I was not writing a book, Simon. You You will read it in the introduction. Um, I was not writing a book. It was complete obedience. And so when we have that prayer life and walking in his will, um, it, it we can let go of our plans. You know that old song, um, uh, Jesus, take the wheel. You know, yeah. we just want to drive the wheel. We just want God to bless our plans. But sometimes we have to breathe and go, okay, God, what is your plan? Mm. And God has the biggest Rolodex. I will literally, I will literally lay there and pray and go, Lord, I'm, I'm building my business and I feel stuck. I'm running out of names and, and I'll just say, give me, you know, and all of a sudden these names will come to me, people I hadn't thought about. And you guys act on those because God has the biggest, best Rolodex out there and Holy spirit will prompt you. If you let him, you know, we're coming up to Easter and, and, um, after Jesus rose from the dead and he walked among everyone, and then he ascended, he said, I'm going to send a helper. And that helper is the Holy Spirit. And a lot of people don't understand what the Holy Spirit is. And I explain it in my book, and you will understand the power of the Holy Spirit. You will also understand the power of the counterfeit spirit that loves to pretend that it's of God when it's not. And so I think you're going to love. Um, uh, for me, it's it's uh, it, it's really leaning in and staying in obedience. I've seen over the years when I've stepped out of obedience, or I said I felt a red light from God, and I said, "No, really, it is a green light." And I just have you ever tried to convince God that mm-hmm. it's a green light? And now I'm learning to surrender and say, "Okay, I think that one of the hardest." Experiences for those of us that are high achievers: Go, go, go. Thomas always says to me, you're, "I make a to do list, I check it off, and I go, go, go." It's one of the things I love to do. I just am high energy. I get things done. One of the hardest things for people like us that are wired like me, the hardest thing is yellow lights. Do you like yellow? <laughs> I if I don't get um, a, a direct answer, like somebody brings something to me to do, and I'm not sure. Yellow lights drive me crazy. So what I have learned to do with my own yellow lights is I have learned uh, a, ha- a habit now, and I teach this to other people, and it the stories that I'm getting, I just simply say, thank you for asking. Let me pray about that. Let me pray about that, and, and you know I'll get back to you. We're, we're always so quick, and this will help you in your time management. Those of you that feel you don't have any time for your business... It might be because you're just going in every direction with every request given to you. And you're just going green light, green light, green light, green light, green light. And before you know it, you're sitting at the red light of your life in a heap because you're, you're exhausted, you're stressed. And um, so I, I just feel like you can get a, a nice flow in your life if you keep your priorities in order. My business is not my idol. Uh, so when people have attacked me for um, being courageous, one of my favorite quotes is by Billy Graham, your courage strengthens the spine of others. Uh, when people say, you're not supposed to talk politics or religion. I said, who made that rule? <laughs> because when I checked my Holy Bible and I go to scriptures, Jesus talked about politics all uh, and religion all the time, right? And so there's this unwritten rule, but in the meantime, the world's religion like humanism and all all that is, is just dominating the mountains of our, our culture, you know, business, media, uh, entertainment, family, education, and so on. I talk about that in my book. So I've had people say to me, you're not supposed to do that. And I said, who said, well, you're a leader in your business and you're going to turn your customers off. You're going to turn people off. And I said, but i don't answer to my to people i i i answer to one and if my business was my idol and it was the most important thing in my life then i would follow that rule but my business is a tool my right. business is a tool that god has gifted me with to help other people and so i will be obedient to him now when i say that it doesn't mean that you're called to do that i was called to be a voice uh i was i was called to to do what i did i would i would lay in bed crying praying about it god i'm getting attacked and he's like i called you i called you for such time as this if you don't say it who will right because we're being censored in every area and now it's all coming out and one of the most um amazing parts of my book don't flash ahead read it in order is chapter six, because what changed my life was a few years ago, I had a vision and a dream and it changed my life forever. I saw everything happening. I saw things that have been hidden being exposed. It's already happening now. And I was to this day, I can that dream that God gave me, I can still see it now. And it's just changed me. Um, It was the catalyst for this book. It wasn't for another year after that dream. That God gave me the kingdom assignment, the kingdom assignment. I had someone say, "You know, pastors write books about Jesus." <laughs> Trust me, I had a lot of pastors and editors on this, but um, we are also called to be a witness. And remember when they were trying to um, they were trying to get rid of Goliath, and they were going after all the big soldiers. They probably would be talking to the pastors and right. So who did, who did they, God call? He called a a shepherd boy who knew how to sling a rock. Right. And so if you're called, if you are called to step into the mountain that God has placed you on, God has placed me in the business mountain. Okay. And so, um, I'm, i am um I have a kingdom assignment to speak into the business mountain of culture because the enemy has taken it over the enemy has taken over our education mountain, and look at how parents are going to the school boards and 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 standing up for their kids. Well boy, I'll tell you what someone might not stand up for their business, but when a parent gets up there, a mama bear or a daddy bear like you, Simon. You know, you know, you can go after me, you can go after my business, but my kids—that's it.
0: Yeah, you know what you said about um, if you talk about religion and then you lose all your customers, right? Not only is your business not your, not your idol, um, not your religion, but I think that's that definitely for me. Is that when you speak, who you are? Going back to what you said, who you are if that's what you believe in, you're more bold in that, more courageous, you actually track, you have a better track, better followers. Because there are people, who, if you're listening to this, whoever you are, there's people exactly like you. And they're waiting for someone to be bold. Like the Donna Johnson being bold about her faith, right? You may have lost a couple of customers, but you gained way, way more customers that say, wow, I like Donna. Because I, she's she's brave enough to speak what I want to speak about. So God bless you for that. Thank you, Simon. You know, you said about the product and I like how you said the community is a part of the product. How do you keep your teams? I mean, you've been with the same company for 36 years. There's up and downs and your company has some down moments, has some great, great moments. Um, How do you keep the community together?
1: Oh, the community! Um, I absolutely love our community, and we just have aligned ourselves. Um, I have a group of leaders called Legacy Leaders, and we uh, relationship together. We build systems together. You know, we're we're better together if we're all trying to figure things out. You know, there's a lot of change right now. We have to make adjustments in um, a lot of things in our profession, and so instead of us all trying to figure it out on our own, we've united. And so, when people feel united and a part of a community, um, they just they stick together, and that's what we've done. We, instead of scattering um, and every man for themselves and let's try to figure this out, we have come together and united. And um, so, that's more the core of my top leader level. But then, when I look at my my core group that I work with, like the Alysses, the new girl that I talked to. Um, just, they feel a sense of family when they start their business. They feel like they are supported and loved. And we, we do a getting started process where we do something called personal strategy session, where we find out about them. What are your needs? What do you want? We personalize your business plan and they feel so supported, valued, recognized, and they just want to be a part of it. And it helps them because, you know, in the early stages of our business, well, we're all putting a lot more compensation in the front end of the plan, which is so great. Um, but those early stages, um, they, there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of value to feeling connected while they're waiting for their paycheck to really catch up to their commitment. Um, so, community is one of the best products that you have when you are sharing uh, what you have as a as a business and
0: a product hey ml nation i don't know if you caught that i just wrote that down i love that while you wait for your paycheck to catch up to your commitment it's part of the process right that's that's really good because at the that goes back to instant gratification people want that paycheck to match the commitment but it doesn't happen that way you have to wait for it to catch up ml nation before we head over to recap just a quick reminder to download your free tool my latest tool the online recruiting playbook that'll give you step-by-step instructions and proven scripts that help you with your social media recruiting to get new customers and build a team. It's free. Just head over to mmnationcom forward slash playbook. Hey, Don, you've been amazing. Thank you so much. As we go towards the end of the show, some really quick questions to pick your brain and these can be uh, quick one-liners. The first one is, what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you?
1: Uh, if you think you're, uh, if you think you can or you can't, you're absolutely right. I've discovered this from day one in my business. If someone thinks they can't do something, they won't. And none of my talking them into it <laughs> will change. Um, so if you think you can or you can't, you're Right. You know, think about Jesus when he, was, when he was walking on the water and Peter said, can I come and join you? Hey, can I come and join you? Jesus didn't do a motivational speech and a presentation and charts and a video. Guess what he did? He just said, come. <laughs> he said, come. Mm. And Peter got out of the boat. So if people think they can or they can't, they're
0: absolutely right. What's one habit that's helped you become successful?
1: Consistency. I I just, I've always been consistent in my business. And I think that will serve you really well because people can be very manic depressive in their business. They can stop it and start, start and stop and start and stop and start. I've just always been consistent. Even when I haven't felt like working, I get some things done.
0: What's the best piece of advice you ever received?
1: Care less about what other people think of you and seek more to God's uh, will for your life.
0: What's your favorite prospecting tool? So say you have a qualified prospect. Do you jump on a Zoom with them? Do you send a video first? Do you get on the phone? What do you like to use, Donna?
1: I ask them. I just did this yesterday. I asked them, what do you prefer? Would you prefer me to call you? Or can we hop on a Zoom so I can meet you? And I always say, instead of saying, so we can meet. And I tell my team this, if I'm three-waying, I say, never say to them, I really want you to meet Donna. She's such a rock star, right? I said, no, 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 don't say that to them. Say to them, I really want Donna to meet you. So I asked them how they want to meet. You got to listen.
0: That's really good. I really want Donna to meet you. That's good. Very good. Great posture there. What's your favorite app on your phone that's not a social media app?
1: Can I ask my grandson? No. Yeah. <laughs> um, Probably boards because I've organized all of my old-fashioned training that used to be on my website. And, oh, I just love it. I just love it. It's so aside, cool. The technology in this business has really changed.
0: Definitely. Aside from your book, which people can get on Amazon, right? And Barnes and & Noble's? My, men, my
1: mentor, uh, it, well-
0: Yes, we will put that link on the show notes page. So we can go to mlnation.com or just go to a, uh, amazon.com and it will be there. Um, aside from your book, what are two or three other books you could recommend?
1: Um, well, I, I really encourage people to um, get uh, get into their Bible. You know, people think it's so uh, old fashioned, but I'm just also really loving this. Um, it's called Divine Intelligence by Scott Hogle, and it's a wonderful daily because we're in a business where we don't have a boss. So this is just a daily uh, instruction. Um, and I'm just really, really loving it. Um, so this is kind of what I'm diving into now. And then, oh, I'm re- I'm also reading Jonathan Kane Khan right now, the return of the gods. This actually talks a little bit about, um, the spiritual battle we're up against. Um, but I like to mix things up. I love, um, business books and, Um, this is a really good one that I just started U O U by Eric Thomas. So, um, ignite your power, your purpose in your way. So lots of fun, fun tools out there. Readers are leaders. Thomas is, um, he just runs circles around me. He's a ferocious reader, my husband. So it's fun because we will be reading something different. And then Oftentimes, I feel like I've read a book because he's read a book, so I get to double up on all the books.
0: Donna, and here's the last question—the million-dollar question. You ready? Yes. So imagine you had to start all over again, and you knew no one. So you didn't have any, you didn't know family, didn't know Thomas. Your contact list was zero, but you had all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's the first thing you do, or the first place you go? To build a network marketing business from scratch?
1: I would do exactly what I did when I started, but now I've got social media and now I've got everything that I know about the business. So I would say there are no secrets, there are no shortcuts. Um, I wouldn't go out looking for a deal. (laughs) I don't think that that's duplicatable. Um, And I would just do what I did in the beginning of my career and um, allow myself to grow the business and grow my income. So probably a little bit different answer.
0: (laughs) So where would you go meet people? Where would you go find people?
1: Oh, where would I go meet people? Um, probably just how I do now online and in person. Um, I'm known for making friends everywhere I go in the restaurants, you know, I'll be with my, my kids. They'll go, mom, do you got to talk to everybody? (laughs) So yeah.
0: As we wrap up, any last words or advice, and then what's the best way our listeners can connect with you?
1: Uh, at Mentor Donna Johnson, Instagram and uh, Facebook. I'm just starting to build that new um, that new platform uh, for my book uh, at Mentor John um, at Mentor Donna Johnson. Uh, and the book actually, they can order it now, Simon, um, at Amazon or Barnes and Noble. And uh, this has just been really, really fun being on today with you.
0: ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today you've been hanging out with Donna Johnson. So keep up the momentum, head over to mlnation.com, click on the podcast tab and the show notes notes with all the nuggets of wisdom that Donna shared, including the links to her book and uh, her social media profiles. Definitely follow her, check her out and uh, reach out to her. Hey, in order to be successful, in life, in business, and in network marketing, you must help others. So Donna, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you, and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much again, and God bless you.
1: Thank you, Simon.
0: Hey, ML Nation, here's my latest tool. It's free. It's going to help you out to grow a successful business online, and it's my online recruiting playbook. It has step-by-step instructions and proven scripts that help you with your social media recruiting and get new customers with the playbook you get specific checklist of activities that you need to do to recruit one person a week the best places to meet good prospects for your business online how to optimize your social media profile to attract prospects and get over 10 proven templates that increase engagement and the last thing that also included a bonus section the How to Overcome Your Fears of Posting on Social Media. It's free. Just head over to mlnation.com forward slash playbook. Hey, ML Nation, Simon Chan here with a recap of an awesome show from Donna Johnson. It's so awesome to have her back here, especially eight years later. Um, Time flies by so fast. I can't believe it's been eight years. She was on episode seven. Uh, If you're listening to the podcast, it's actually on the archives because I think iTunes, they only let us, the fee only lasts us through the first 300. It's actually ML Nation Archive 1. You can go check that out. I uh, am still remembering as we did the last month, she talked about her presentation. Very, very inspiring. So anyway, this was a little different episode. She talked about a lot about different things, about being in the wilderness, about selling your vision, uh, how to be an influencer, the problems that are going on right now, and how you can be different. Like, for example, how to be an influencer, how to think different, uh, how to be yourself. Um, one of the things I thought was a big one was... No, when she starts off, like, we have to be proud of our profession, right? We're MLM Nation. That's why someone asked me, like, why do you call it MLM Nation? Uh, why it's such a. I was like, no, we should be proud of our profession. If we're not proud of our profession or trying to change, kind of like hide from it, then what would our prospect think from it, right? Because in reality, you can be, you know, yeah, there's some changes in the, the, uh, with the pay plan, but end of the day, we're direct selling, we're multi-level, we're MLM, MLM. Be proud of what we have. And like my mentor always shared with me, if someone asks you, is this, M- is this one of those MLM things? It's like, absolutely. What do you know about it? It's not like what you say, it's how you say it, the confidence you say it. So make sure, uh, hey, be on the offensive, like Donna says, not on the defensive. show about influence to just show up for who you are, right? Tell people you don't need to lie about your income. Um, you don't need to. You don't need to lie about it. The the truth is good enough. You don't need to hype it. Just tell people you're excited. Hey, I'm so excited at what I'm doing, and just keep showing up all the time. And even if you're not su- successful yet, you're stuck, right? Don't worry about the instant success. Fall in love, and I love what she talked about at the end. Was like you have to wait. Um, you have to wait until the paycheck catches up to the commitment, and it's going through the process, being consistent doing something all the time, even on days when you don't feel like doing it. Uh, another big aha moment was the community. Your, our, your product that you're selling is not just your product or service, the community, the personal growth. That's the real product, right? People out there want to have fun. They want to be part of something fun. I remember while building my team in the Philippines, I loved it because it was fun. Our team in Malaysia, we used to go out to eat afterwards. It was fun. That's the product, the relationships. It's not just your product or service, something that, that you're taking or using. As you talk about the worst moments, that's when we grow, right? We're either winning or we're learning. We're winning or we're learning. And there's a lot of, sometimes the learning has to catch up until you have that win. But you have to be patient with that process. Um, Any anyway, good stuff, great stuff here. A lot of good, other good nuggets here about your story, sharing your story and where you're going to go. Remember, you're not selling a product yeah, we're talking about the community is important. That's part of the product. But you're really selling your vision and where you're going and people going to buy into that vision. Like, if they be partner with you, what would happen? What's the story you're going to tell? Right? If, if I partner with you, if I join you, what's going to happen to me? You got to be, how many of you are clear on that? If you're not clear on that, people are going to be like, oh, whatever. And even if you're not successful, and in, in every entrepreneur was not successful in the beginning. You're selling the future. You're selling what can not happen. So, Great stuff here. Um, and, I, you know, I love her quote. This is the quote that she said. And I think it's from Henry Ford. Whether you think you can or can't, either way, you're correct. Right? Whether you think, whether you, think you can or cannot, either way, you're correct. So you might as well walk, go out there and uh, believe you can. If you have doubts that you can do it, then you're never going to make it. And you know, I teach my boy this uh, in sports. If you don't think you can hit the ball, you're not going to hit the ball. You don't think you can pitch ball well today, you're definitely not going to pitch ball. Well. You might as well just not even play. Whether you think you can or can't, either way you're right, but you get that faith from inside, uh, from prayer, from meditation, from visualizing, right? From seeing the vision of who you are, the story that you're telling yourself. Last thing I want to share with you because I want you to listen to this again is I love what you said when you're setting up a three-way call. It's not like I really want Donna to meet you. No, there's no posture. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I really want you to meet Donna. There'll be no posture, right? The prospect, of, why would I want to meet her? So no, I really want Donna to meet you. See, it's about the prospect. Now the prospect, whoa, someone wants to meet me? Sure, I'll meet this woman, right? I really want the, my upline to meet you. I really want Steve to meet you. I really want Joe to meet you. That Just that switch could be huge. Um, a lot of other great nuggets here talking about asking them, how are you doing? What's, what are your needs? What do you need support in? And then love how she customizes the training to help that person out. So great stuff. You can tell she's a legend, 36 years with the same company and has been one of the top, top income earners. Uh, Definitely go to the show notes page, check her out. Click on MLNation.com, podcast, show notes right there. Follow her and also go check out her book. I'll put the link in the show notes book as well. All right, everyone. Hey, this is Simon Chen. I'm loud and proud to be part of this amazing profession. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And thanks again for Donna Johnson for, uh, hey, trusting me to, to, to be one of my first episodes way back in 2015 and then have her back on in eight years, almost eight years to the day. um, Something like that. Eight years. A little bit over eight years and one month to the day we're doing this and uh, sharing her journey and her experience and wisdom, how the industry has changed and what we need to do. So definitely go check her out. Hey, I'm out of here. By the way, last thing is if you... These episodes are not free. Take a lot of my time. Take a Donna's time. If you want me to get even more of these leaders like Donna Johnson, these legends on, please make sure you subscribe on the YouTube channel and also subscribe on wherever you're listening to the podcast and leave a review. It'll really mean a lot and will keep the show going. Anyway, thank you. Go out there, take action what you learn and have a positive impact on someone's life. God bless.